Hello, my name is Samuel Keith Harris. Welcome to the First Love Church podcast. I'm so happy you clicked onto this podcast. I pray that you would be blessed, edified, and encouraged to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Samuel Keith Harris, and welcome back to another episode of Morning Devotionals. Let's start our day with Jesus. Father, I thank you that we can come into your presence and worship you and lift up your holy name. God, I ask you to teach us, to instruct us, to lead us, and to guide us. Make it, Thank you for making us new by your blood, Lord, but now we need to learn of you. Lord, give us wisdom, we ask you today. We want to obey you rightly and live in a way that pleases you. So receive your glory today, God, and we love you and we honor you. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray, and everybody said, Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. We finished chapter 2, or at least we finished going through it this time uh, yesterday. And so let's go to Ephesians chapter 3, and we'll start at verse 1. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 1, the scripture says this. Um, And obviously, because it's about to reference what it just said, what we just learned about was that we've been made a dwelling place of God by the Holy Spirit. Like God lives in us now. We are his dwelling place. As the people of God, we are his corporate dwelling place. He, he walks amongst us. We're his, we're his people. He's our God. He's purified us. And so because we have those promises, we are told to abstain from sin and to give a full pursuit of God. So if sin's in your life, get it out by the power of the Spirit of God, and let's live all in for Jesus. And no, those two things can't go together. You can't live in sin and be all in for Jesus. So put sin aside, put addiction aside by the power of the Spirit, and live for Christ. Verse 1, Ephesians 3, 1. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, If indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you, that by revelation there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief. Verse 4. By referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. So Paul's getting revelation on the gospel of Jesus Christ, what's been accomplished for us on the cross of Christ when he died, was buried, and rose again. I love Romans chapter 6. He shares some of that mystery with us that his death, Christ's death was our death and his resurrection is our resurrection. He died that we might die to sin. He's alive that we might live for the glory of God. So we should consider ourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. These are revelations that Paul's giving to us from the mystery of the gospel. And so when he writes to us, he wants to convey all that's been given to us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus so that we might live in a way that pleases God, be satisfied in God, and enjoy his presence. It says in verse 4, but by referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men. In the past, The prophets didn't know what exactly was going to happen, what was exactly going to take place. They prophesied uh, about it, um, things that Christ would say, how he lived, um, how he died, the death he died. But it, it hasn't in past generations been made known. But guess what? It has now been revealed 
to his holy apostles and prophets in the Holy Spirit to be specific that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Gentiles were not a part of the covenants of God. We were talking about that in the past couple days. Jews were God's chosen people, the nation of Israel. But now Gentiles have been joined together through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Now we are invited to partake in worshiping the Father through the Holy Spirit as we're washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, turning our back on our old ways. And so it says, of which Paul was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. So the power of God made, made Paul a, a preacher of the gospel. And in verse 8, he says, To me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given. To preach to the Gentiles, look at this, the unfathomable riches of Christ. Now, how often do you hear that? Paul's saying, I get the privilege through the grace of God to preach the unfathomable riches of Christ. Now, I believe that if the church saw that Christ is of great riches and there are great treasures hidden in him, treasures of wisdom, treasures of knowledge that would delight our heart and cause us to be satisfied and seek no other pursuit of sin, man, I think we'd be a different group of people. And so Paul wanted and desired to preach to people the unfathomable riches of Jesus Christ. Another translation would say the unsearchable. We search them out, but there's never a bottom. There's depths and depths to the wonder of the glory of God's grace that we will find in the Holy Scriptures. We'll be satisfied when, when we read the Word of God and then we take on its form and start to obey it because it's become one with us. Because we are being formed into the image of Jesus Christ as we behold him in the Word of God. These are unfathomable riches of Jesus Christ. It says, And to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery which for ages has been hidden in God, who created all things, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. This was in accordance with the eternal purpose which he carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 12, let's look at this. In whom, in Jesus, look at this, we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. Now, many Christians live a coward. They, they are afraid to come before God. They have shame. They, they have guilt of sin, burden of sin on their lives. Look at this, though. In Christ, we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. We can come before God boldly because we have access to him that's been granted to us by the sacrifice of Jesus. And then when we come boldly before the Lord, we can receive grace that empowers us to live in such a way that will actually give us a further encouragement and boldness to come before God. And it's not a boasting in your works. It's just a clear evidence that God's working in you and you know that he lives in you and that he loves you. And so you come before him to ask for more grace or mercy or to intercede on behalf of others. But we don't, we don't cower away from him. He loves us and we're his children through the blood. Therefore, I ask you not to lose heart at my tribulations on your behalf, for they are for your glory. So let's understand something. We have boldness to come before the Lord. We have confident access to him through what Jesus paid for through his death. So 
Let's understand we're washed in the blood, we're cleansed of sin, we're cleansed of faults, we're cleansed of shame, and we get to just rejoice that we are God's and God is ours. And knowing that, we'll seek out the unfathomable riches of Jesus Christ. I just want to tell you this. This week, you have the ability in Christ to find many, many treasures from the Word of God that will change your life. All this knowledge from the Word of God to cause your heart to soar and to make you want to serve God. God's word will come and burn in your heart as you discover the unfathomable and unsearchable riches of Christ as he reveals them to you when you ask for them. So come get treasures of wisdom and come get treasures of knowledge this week from the Lord. Why? Because you've been made right with God when you repented of sin and turned to God. And now you have access to the endless treasures of God that are in Christ. So Father, I thank you for everybody that's listening. God, I ask you to touch them powerfully. May they pursue you. May they pursue you this weekend and this week, Lord. And may they find that you are all satisfying, that you are the deliverer from sin, that we might serve you in purity. And that's all we ever wanted. And that's where our heart is delighted, when we can delight your heart. So we love you and we honor you. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray. And everybody said, amen. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Morning Devotionals. And I'll see you next time.